Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Taking on the Titans, standing up for the little guy. It's the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. At the Roy Green Show, that's where I am on Twitter. Follow me there, and uh, emails to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. We're also on Facebook, of course. You can uh, like us there, and uh, you can listen back to uh, the interviews that we do on Facebook and on our webpage, RoyGreenShow.com, when it is behaving. Aaron O'Toole is former Veterans Affairs Minister for Canada. He's also a former captain in the, uh, in the Air Force, the Royal Canadian Air Force, and uh, he's leadership candidate for the Conservative Party of Canada. Mr. O'Toole, Mr. O'Toole, good to talk to you. Thanks for having me, Roy. I like the introduction. I always describe myself as a list of formers. <laughs> former minister, former military, former lawyer, current MP. <laughs> it's, as long as the formers are okay. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Right? As, and as long as you identify them and nobody else identifies them for you. Well, and I hope to be some of them again. Maybe, uh, maybe minister or maybe prime minister. Uh, I don't know if the Air Force would have me back now, though. My, I'm not as... In, in as good a shape, and I'm probably not as up on the tactics as I once was. Well, I used to be in the RCNR, and I can guarantee you that I couldn't even pass that physical, which consisted of jump on the table and cough. <laughs> but listen, thanks for having me, and sorry good to have you with us. time to get on your show. I've heard some very good things about you personally. Uh, if you were Prime Minister, what would you be doing right now in response to Donald Trump's executive action? We know what our Prime Minister has done. What would Prime Minister O'Toole do? Well, the first thing I would have done is phone the president. Um, you know, one thing, Winston Churchill used to describe Canada as the linchpin between Europe and the United States. And I think Canada has a very unique role as the best friend and most important economic partner for the U.S. to be able to influence policy and to, it, to be able to make sure that it doesn't adversely affect people or our interests. So my concern with Mr. Trudeau um, was he went to Twitter before it seems he picked up the phone. And that, that's my problem. While, while some of the sentiment he was expressing I actually agree with, um, this is where a leader has to influence our friends, not by, by just public relations stunts, but by picking up the phone and developing that relationship. Now, it sounds like a more sensible approach to take. What are your priorities for, for Canada? When you look at the economy, when you look at the needs of the country, pipelines, uh, getting oil out of the ground into international markets, where does that rank with you? And then uh, what are your top three priorities for this country? Well, very high. Top top priority, first off, is jobs. Um, the, the economy has been sluggish in recent years for a range of reasons. You know, oil prices, um, you know, slow growth in the United States up until recently. But since the Trudeau government has come in, they've raised taxes on people, on businesses, and now they're bringing in a series of payroll taxes, 
all of these things are making employers decide We're done. to hire people. And so we have a jobs crisis right now in Canada. It's most acute in the West, but we have a, a, a huge number of Canadians that are permanently unemployed. And that's what I would tackle first. And and then what you see, I, I've never quite understood. I, I know uh, it's important to say, if you want to be the prime minister of the country, that jobs is the number one issue. But how does a prime minister, in fact, create jobs? I know prime ministers take credit when jobs have been created and blame their predecessors if, if that doesn't happen. The current prime minister is a case in point. Uh, but how does a prime minister create jobs? What do you do? Well, the interesting thing is all the ingredients are there, Roy. It's just we're doing things lazy as a government and we're using 50-year-old systems. And I'll use a case in point. We have a temporary foreign workers program that originally was developed for seasonal work in agriculture, tourism, that sort of thing. But it quickly became a Band-Aid for all holes in the economy. So we were bringing in people to do temporary jobs in manufacturing, in IT, rather than pivoting our immigration and our training systems to have our own people fill these gaps. So I've said in the in the in the process of this campaign, I'm going to reform that, reform our immigration program, to actually bring people in on an accelerated basis to fill gaps in our economy, normally in the skilled trades. Um, the other thing I'm going to do is younger people. We're, we're having people come out of college and university with high debt, very low opportunity, and, and in Toronto and Vancouver and some parts of the country, entering the most high-cost areas to live in the country we should be changing the way we tax young people coming out of the school. So raising their personal exemption, making sure that they're, while they're finding that job, they're doing those unpaid internships for the first few years, they're virtually paying zero tax. Yeah. What do you so do about, what do you do, to, what do, you do for, for companies so they have some cap space to create employment? I, I would like to see a recommitment to the small business uh, tax rate reductions that the Harper government had had put in place and had phased in over several years. Justin Trudeau reversed that. I like to say small business got us through the the economic recession. And if every small business in the country hired one or two more people, that's 10 times larger than, you know, the Fords and GMs and the the plants opening a new line. We we need to stimulate that. So we should do it through lower lower tax rates for the small to medium-sized sector. We should allow... Uh, equipment purchases to be written off faster through the capital cost allowance. These sorts of things stimulating private sector without the government actually spending money. We're just foregoing revenue through tax. Yeah, I like that. Carbon tax. Speaking of tax, carbon tax. Who you're with, Trudeau or Brad Wall? Uh, I'm with Premier Wall and have long been there. The, the carbon tax is another example of very lazy and misguided public policy. Here is the Liberals using higher taxes to address, address an environmental concern. It's their, their only answer to everything is to raise taxes. You know, the, the older uh, single senior on a fixed income who is heating their home with home heating oil, they are not the problem of global climate change. But Mr. Trudeau's plan makes all of those people pay. What I'd like to see is more of a phased in approach with large emitters, uh, help them, invest in their uh, their carbon footprint reduction through depreciation, through capital cost allowance. And if over 10, 15, 20 years, they drop their emissions, the large emitters, the 10 megaton and above sort of range people, we cut 
their taxes. So if society thinks it's a social good to have lower GHG emissions, it should be the government rewarding the, the, the company by maintaining their productivity, maintaining their production, but investing to get their footprint down, not forcing families and seniors to pay for it. I agree with you. There's no rational reason. There's nothing acceptable about the government's position or Mr. Trudeau's position that the individual taxpayer should again be forking into his or her overextended pocket to dig money out for his carbon tax. What about uh, what about Aaron O'Toole versus Kevin O'Leary? Why you, not him? Well, because I'm a conservative, and he is not. And I'll tell you why. Just last week, I learned he donated to the Liberals in my riding, the Durham riding. And in fact, it was revealed all his donation history is to Liberals or Democrats, including large donations to Al Gore in the United States. He's been pro-carbon tax. He's pro-liberal gun registry. He has been saying these ridiculous things on, on peacekeeping and the sort of honest broker language on foreign affairs that is very typical of liberal positions on the, most of these things. So, so look, I like Kevin's positions on financial and fiscal issues. I come from the private sector as well. I want to see uh, less you know, onerous regulation, more competitive tax rates. But to be leader of our party, you can't just be a fiscal conservative and then have liberal positions on everything else. So he's now going to have to, to, to really change who he is, uh, but maybe he thinks he can do that. On, on television, you can change costumes and, I guess, play a new character, and maybe he thinks he can do that in politics, too. About 45 seconds left, Mr. O'Toole. Why you and not the other Conservative Party candidates? What, why, why should we choose you? Not, Look, not, I'm not a member of the party. I mean, collective we Canadians. Why should we choose you as our prime minister? Well, Roy, I'd like you to buy that $15 membership but uh, to support me. Look, I think I can beat Justin Trudeau um, offering a smart, optimistic, conservative vision um, on you know, focusing on employment, on job creation for, for families and, and for young people out there. Mr. Trudeau is racking up $100 billion in debt, raising taxes on everyone, and zero full-time job growth is what the PBO said. So Canadians want competent government, not celebrity government, not a celebrity-in-chief. That's what will contrast well, in my experience in uniform, in the private sector, in cabinet, and my ability to, to bring conservatives from all sides and all parts of the country together. That's the solution. United with a smart plan, we can beat Trudeau in 2019. We have 10 seconds. How do people get around to supporting you? What do they have to do? Well, my site, AaronOtool.ca, you can register to hashtag join the mission. You can make a donation or look at my policy statements, detailed policy statements, on a whole range of issues that are important. Other candidates tweet out two lines on policy. You'll see we put a lot of thought into policy for our right. future. I invite them to check it out. All right, AaronO'Toole.ca. Thank you, Mr. O'Toole. We'll talk again. Thank you, Roy. Aaron O'Toole wants to be the leader of the Conservative Party and Prime Minister of the country.